having those experiences that aren't pleasant and having to realize that someone's not good Mm -hmm. and being able to say, these are my boundaries and I'm only letting this type of person into my life so that we can grow together. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of Light Pink, best-selling author, three-time fitness world champion, and I'm a crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me everywhere from being a broke waitress, barista, retails associate, and personal trainer with massive anxiety and no belief in myself to later becoming a multimillionaire in love with my life. In 2007, my husband and I lost everything. We found ourselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at rock bottom. We had no ideas and I had no education to fall back on. This is when I found personal development and learned everything I could about business, not by choice, but because I realized no one was coming to save me. The conversations on this podcast are going to let you know that you're not alone and that we all feel like we don't know what we're doing. We're going to give you the tools to help you face your fears, take action, start your business and grow those massive dreams that are keeping you up at night. It's time to create a life that you can't hide from and put so much on the line that your higher self is forced to come out. You're going to stop waiting for someone to approve of you and you're going to anoint yourself. Because I'm obsessed about building businesses that give women a platform, I want to feature you. So if you text the word podcast to 310-496-8363, you can get your questions answered on our Q&A segment along with a shout out. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, we're choosing someone every month to get coached and featured on our show. It just might be you. So let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I had such a fun time talking to Becca Tilly on this podcast. And I also got to meet her at a Create and Cultivate event, which was really fun. Becca Tilly is a television personality podcast host and style and beauty influencer. She's a Louisiana native, and she quickly got put into the public eye after appearing on seasons 19 and 20 of The Bachelor. Now you can listen to Becca on her iHeart podcast, Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, where she covers everything from dating and relationships to her love of Grey's Anatomy and anything that falls in between. Scrubbing In won the People's Choice Award in 2018 and 2019 for Best Pop Podcast. We talk a lot about how getting thrown into the public eye really quickly has affected her and how she deals with it. You guys, you definitely are going to relate to this one if you've ever put yourself out there. So let's get started. Becca, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm honestly, I was looking at your previous guest list and I was like, why am I doing this? This is awesome. How did I get Oh chosen? God, no, you're <laughs> awesome. This is amazing. And we were just getting to chat and it's like, I am so excited to talk about all of the things because you are in one of my favorite seasons to catch people in. And that is complete transition when you are perceived as like a certain way, but you actually mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask all about this, but you might potentially like internally be experiencing this crazy shift and transition and even maybe a lot of struggle and identity struggle and all of the Uh things and maybe like, you know, fear of people expect you to be one way. And now you have to go be a beginner again in something. And maybe you have all these questions about your worth and if you can even do this and oh my God, you're supposed to win at things because that's like what you do. And I actually think that people there's not a lot of people who fully understand that or are talking about it enough because Mm -hmm. in a way, everyone is dealing with this. They're leaving their old identity to go into something new. And it's like, oh my God. So that path of of that trail, I always call it like walking through like Death Valley with no tools. And you have to be (laughs) like, what do I need to get to this like other side? So it was so cool to just hear like this, this transition. So just tell me, just for people who maybe, you know, don't know, what are some things that you're doing now? What are you known for? All the things, a little bit of a quick Becca backstory. 
It's so funny. All the things you said, it sounded like you've been in my therapy session. Girl, we're in the same, we're in the same boat. That's why. (laughs) Um, I am known from being on The Bachelor. I was on two seasons, season 19 and season 20, which was Chris Souls and Ben Higgins. And after that, I start, I, you know, naturally just kind of gravitated into the influencer space. And it was, I was literally, I was working for a chiropractor before I went on the show. So Mm. I had no, I had never been like a blogger or been in that space. And when I went on the show, Instagram was kind of just, you shared random photos of your life and put weird captions and filters on there. So, (laughs) um, I ended up finding my management team be social and they kind of steered and helped guide me into the branded world of social media, Mm -hmm. which was, I mean, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it without them. I honestly say that from like a place of being very confident in who I am and what I'm capable of, but also just feeling totally lost in this new world Mm -hmm. that was kind of on, I guess the bloggers had touched it, but the influencer, I didn't know what that was. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of what I'm known for. And I'm, I currently have a podcast with my best friend, Tanya. It's called Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. And that's kind of been my focus, especially during the pandemic and quarantine times. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, it's social media. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's a very fulfilling and yet tricky, I guess, job to mm-hmm. navigate. Yeah. So that's just a quick summary of mm-hmm. who I okay, am. Okay. There's so much there. I'm like, what direction do I want to go? Um, okay. So I want to get to the transition period, but we're going to hold on that for one second. Um, because I know that you like have this whole thing brewing inside of you right now, um, which is so freaking exciting and probably really, really scary. So before we go there, I just want to talk, uh, because I always find it fascinating when I talk to, you know, uh, different influencers or people who have really kind of been like thrown into the spotlight. Like you probably knew what was coming, but maybe not really to the extent that especially now, just like when right. you were on, I, how many years ago was that, that you were on? Um, it was five years ago was the, or six years ago. Yeah. So it was like in the, you're, yeah, you're on TV, but you almost were, you know, it wasn't so much social media. And now it's just like hardcore. You are just like out there for everybody to, you know, leave, leave a comment of what they think of everything that you do. Yeah. And we forget that behind every single one of these like TV personas or whatever it is, podcast persona, like, you know, Instagram influencer, there are like really sensitive people, like real life people, you guys. So just because so many of the, this translates really well actually to my audience because a lot of them are big dreamers, entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing that they're afraid of is judgment from other people. What if I fail in public? What if I say the wrong thing? Oh my God, what if I, you know, get bullied? What if people think I stole their idea? What if I completely fail in public? These are all things that I know with your future ventures. You're going to be so successful because it's one of the hardest things to get through. So I want to know some of the tools, like the coping mechanisms that you use um, throughout some of the different things that you've experienced. Because I know if you are even in the forefront as much as you are, that you've experienced all of them. <laughs> yeah. I um, It's so funny because when I went on The Bachelor, I I was so confident in who I was as a person and like I, I feel like I make friends easily. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get along with people. I can talk to mostly anyone. And so when I went on The Bachelor, the thought of someone not liking me or mm-hmm. criticizing me, like, I didn't even think about that. Like, I was so naive to the judgment that mm-hmm. comes from being on a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. And so when I got off, and I mean, honestly, I didn't do, there was nothing that I experienced on The Bachelor, like any edits or anything that I was embarrassed about or anything like that. but when people just didn't like me because they were rooting for someone else to win. Like my heart was broken that these strangers hated me just for the fact that they like someone else better. Mm. And, um, so I struggled a lot with trying to comment and like have banter with them so that they realized that I was actually like a cool person mm. and put so much energy into thinking about these people who just knew me from clips on the show, you know? Mm. And, um, I still, to this day, I mean, that was six years ago and I still have those thoughts of 
wanting to please everyone Mm. and having to let go of the negativity or people who don't agree with me. Like I, I went, I've started going to therapy for the first time this year and it's helped me so much be able to kind of use tools to let go of strangers' opinions Mm. because ultimately when you're going for your goal or you're living your life and you're doing something, you're going to have criticism, whether it's from someone else feeling insecure, Mm. someone feeling jealous or someone just wanting to be a troll to bring you down. Mm. Like there has to be a way of being able to let go. And I still, like I said, to this day, will read something and it, I'll read a hundred nice comments and I'll read one bad one and guess which one I'm thinking about the rest of the day. So I think a lot of it, you know, stems from wanting to make sure that everything's agreeable. Like when, like the political stuff and religious stuff, it all really Mm -hmm. overwhelms me because I hate when people don't agree. Mm -hmm. And so I've had to have this realization that not agreeing or having different opinions isn't negative. It's just different. Like you Mm -hmm. can just have differences and then not be positive or negative. You don't have to celebrate them. You don't have to deep dive into them. It can just be, we're different. And, um, so yeah, that's kind of what I'm learning, but it's hard. I mean, it's every, it's, it's ingrained in me to Mm. please people and it's exhausting. And there's part of it that I love because I love that I'm compassionate and empathetic and want to help. But then there's a part of me that's like, you don't have to fix everything. Mm. Something, some things can be left alone. Oh man. Has there been a part of you that, um, just like, have you wanted to not be so much in the forefront, like as of recent, just because it feels heavy or you haven't been able to, you know what I mean? It's just like the constant, have you like Mm -hmm. thought about five or 10 years from now? And do you always kind of want to be in the forefront or do you want to create different things where maybe it's not fully you because of that? Or the, has that Mm -hmm. like, do you feel like you have the coping like skills to be able to carry on continuously kind of in as the forefront? Well, I, I think being able to recognize that I am this way and knowing that it's, you know, essentially part of who I am and how Mm -hmm. my brain works. Um, I love, I mean, I have maybe a couple of days here and there where I'm like, I hate social media. I'm deleting everything, (laughs) but for the most part, I really love social media. And I really have like, I know everyone says this, or I think most people feel this way, but I really feel like I have one of the kindest communities Mm -hmm. on social media and our, we have a podcast Facebook group and it is, I've never, I don't know any other group that speaks to each other like this and reaches out for help and like really comes, come, they come together for each other. Um, but I have moments where it'd be nice to come out with some, have success that wasn't necessarily attached to my name. Like I, mm-hmm. if I could create something that wasn't necessarily about me, that didn't have my name attached to it. And it just had long success. Yeah. And then on the opposite end, I love the community. I Mm -hmm. love being able to reach out to people and have people, um, have similar views and values and action and also have like constructive conversations because Mm -hmm. sometimes someone will reach out and say something really harsh, or they'll just say like, I don't agree with what you said. Mm -hmm. And we have a conversation and like can understand where each other's coming from. And maybe we don't end up agreeing, but we end up respecting each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is one of the most valuable things that social media can offer right now. Mm, That's so powerful. And I want to know about, you know, you say your community, you don't know uh, many other communities like that. That's really from you guys. So what do you think that is? That, cause that's top down, right? Like if, if you were a, a raging bitch or like if you treated other people a certain way, your community wouldn't be that way. So what do you think that is in your core values and how you show up and the intentions that you put as, you know, when you're thinking of how you want to show up in the day, like who mm-hmm. Becca is, what do you think yeah. that is? You know, I have always, it's, it's hard not to sound um, like cliche, but I've always tried to focus on being kind to people. Mm -hmm. And like, even if they hurt, you know, Mm -hmm. that it's not, especially if they don't know you, it's not about you. Like it's, it's something they're going through. And I think a lot of times we don't really, when I'm having a bad day or something's affected me in my personal life and I'm short or snappy with someone, they don't know that I have that going on. They Mm -hmm. just know that I said something that hurt their feelings. Right. 
And so I think being able to put kindness above everything and say like, Hey, I, I, you know, know mentally this is coming from a place this person's hurting. Mm. I'm going to respond to them in kindness instead of adding to their hurt by mm. like fighting or arguing with them. Um, I've really tried to make that. I think both Tanya and I have both tried to make that a forefront of what our community is and how we treat each other. Um, and when there, there is a lot of, you know, there was a lot of tense moments during the election and politics and people, it gets passionate and heated. And I'm all about having conversations, but when people start attacking each other, it's like, mm. we're not going to do that. It'll be deleted or you'll be removed. And we keep the community in a place where it's safe. Mm-hmm. and comfortable and a, a positive place because you can take that elsewhere and yeah. <laughs> do it on your own time. But, um, yeah, I think we, I think Tanya and I have both just tried to lead with that mentality and hope that people follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's, I was just reading in a, a leadership book this morning. It was just talking about the difference between like an argument and a debate. Like debates are to come to just an understanding. Like, mm-hmm. let me see your side. Let, let's share each other's sides openly and equally. And a, you know, an argument is when you're not sharing openly and equally. It's, uh-huh. there's no equal in an argument. It's typically just like, I'm not even looking at your stuff. And, and yeah. I think that's, it's like so important to have like these guidelines in life, right? Like I was, I was just on a podcast before this and I'd love to hear just like your, your theory on decision-making in your life, because if you've had success, it means that you understand, like you probably have some guidelines in your life on how to make decisions either quickly or mm-hmm. you kind of, that are in alignment with, with where you want to go. So do you have like something that you test different decisions against? Like, do you have something that you're always like, you know, I'm going to say no to this because it doesn't give me energy or it doesn't align with X, Y, and Z, or Mm -hmm. like, how do you make quicker decisions in your life? I honestly, I'm, I really trust my gut. Mm -hmm. Like when I have a feeling like it is so obvious when it's right and when it's wrong. And I've learned to really listen to that and not question it. Like when I get the feeling that it's not right, I know to in the conversation about whatever it is Mm. and walk away from it. And when it's right, I know I'm to pursue it. And so I, you know, when it comes to work stuff, like with brand deals, if, if someone comes to me and it's a, let's say they offer me a certain amount of money and Mm -hmm. it's a good amount of money, but it's not a product I really like, or I've never used it or I've heard bad things about it, but in my gut, I know that like that money's not going to be worth it if I'm pushing something or selling something mm-hmm. I don't believe in or use myself. And yep. I would, I would literally overthink everything about that post mm. <laughs> to the point where it was not even worth the money at that point. So I learned very quickly in this influencer space mm. of, I can't personally, I cannot say yes to something that I don't feel good about. Like that. I wouldn't share with my best friend. Yeah. Like if I want to tell my best friend about it, then I don't need to tell my followers about it. Oh my God. It's so true. The amount of time when things are out of alignment that you spend is just like, it's a nightmare. I've definitely even, I was just, you made me think about like, I've taken ads where I'm like, yeah, I think I like that thing. And I tried it and whatever. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like an hour later, I'm reading a one minute ad for the 50th time. And I'm like, (laughs) got it universe. Like it's just not. And that's what happens in life, right? Like we take these jobs and we hang out with these Mm -hmm. people and we're like, why does this lunch feel like the worst experience of my entire world? Like this person should pay me for the coaching that I just did for the, like this. this No, it's not true. I mean, it is like you, you have to listen to that. And I also think about like, if I'm hanging out with someone or I meet someone new and I instantly notice that I'm not encouraged, I'm Mm. not um, motivated by them. I'm not inspired by them. I have a lot of great people in my life to put that time and energy into. Mm -hmm. So if someone's not bringing that, then, you know, I have to weigh my options and figure out what's, what's worth it and where I put, put that energy because Mm. if I'm putting it into some, someone who is all on just like bringing me down, then I'm wasting it where I could put it into these like fruitful friendships that Mm. I have. So I think it's kind of, and that I think has come with age and having those experiences that aren't pleasant and having to 
realize that someone's not good Mm -hmm. and being able to say, these are my boundaries and I'm only letting this type of person into my life so that we can grow together. Oh God. It's, that is so huge. So tell me about like one of the times that you had to kind of cut a friendship out of your life because it was just either draining or, you know, it just, maybe they had high expectations of you and it wasn't, you know, you're like, this isn't like even the expectation that I have on myself, or maybe they were really needy. What, what was the thing and how did you kind of like come to the conclusion that it had to end? Um, I, to be honest, I've really only had to do this one time with a friendship. Um, and it came from a place more so of there being insecurities Mm -hmm. and me really putting effort in to fix it and just kind of realizing that it was a friendship that could be more of an acquaintance relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, like I was really trying to fix it. And in my, in my heart, I didn't feel like I had done anything wrong to deserve me trying to like fix it. But I, I wanted to validate her feelings and acknowledge that like I could, I heard what she was saying and I wanted to fix it. And by the end of me trying to fix it and it kind of not going anywhere with her acceptance, (laughs) I kind of thought, why am I like, this is very one-sided of this friendship, trying to make this friendship work. And so now we have a relationship where I can reach out and text and say, how are you doing? You Mm -hmm. know, every few months and it's healthy without me feeling like I'm overcompensating Mm. in the relationship or friendship. I have so been there where I'm like, nothing I'm doing is like really working. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm really exhausted. exhausted Oh my God. I'm like, this is not good. Like, it's just not. Yeah. Mine, like we can, we don't really talk now for the one that I had that was like that, but it, it definitely is like peaceful and I've made peace with it. And I send her, you know, yeah. all the energetic love in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you can, yeah. you can do that without having to have a relationship. And yeah. that's, that's an important lesson that I've learned. Isn't it like one of, it is one of the biggest lessons is like letting things end, even if it didn't end the way that you want without needing to go back and fix them and finding your own peace with it and knowing like, your contract was just, you guys, you completed your contract together. It's time to move forward. It's crazy. That's so hard. uh, You think about the relationships you have. I have a few people I've been, I have one friend that I've been friends with since high school and a a lot of other friends, they were my, they were my person for the Mm -hmm. time of my life and I needed them for that. Yes. And now we're still friends, but we're not, you know, constantly in each other's life. But it was like, what is the, there's like a quote, like friends are either there for a season or Totally. Like I don't know. We're just going <laughs> to no, say a season or it, yeah. a reason or whatever. <laughs> I, I know yeah. the quote too, but I will slaughter it with you. So like a reason, a season, and then there's like a lifetime something or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Reason, a season or a lifetime. Guess what? That's what we're going with. That's the quote. <laughs> it's, it's Lori and Becca's. <laughs> That's our version of, quote of us, the quote. Yeah. I am having the most delicious cup of coffee right now. Thanks to my super coffee creamer. And if you've been tuning into my stories at all, you know that I have a can or a bottle of super coffee every single day. It is a delicious alternative to sugary coffee drinks. And you guys, my favorite flavors are the mocha and vanilla. They're so freaking good. And I get such a craving to snack in the afternoon that this totally quenches that craving. You guys, it combines the caffeine from two cups of coffee with protein and healthy fats so that you get hours of focused energy with no jitters. Did you know that Starbucks Frappuccino has 52 grams of sugar and 370 calories in it? It's like starting your day with a double cheeseburger. And Super Coffee is just as good, I swear to you. And it contains zero grams of sugar, 10 grams of protein, and only 80 calories per bottle. It's keto-friendly, lactose-free, and gluten-free. You guys, Super Coffee was recently named the fastest growing food and beverage brand in America by Inc. Magazine. Super Coffee has a 60-day money-back guarantee, meaning if you don't love it, you get your money back. No questions asked. We've worked out an exclusive deal for Earn Your Happy listeners, and you get to receive 25% off your entire purchase. I recommend trying one of their best-selling variety packs or bundles. It's a great way to try all of the delicious flavors. To claim this deal, go to drinksupercoffee.com forward slash Lori. Or use code Lori at checkout. Super Coffee is also available nationwide in over 25,000 stores like Target, Whole Foods, Walmart, Kroger, and CBS. 
you are, you kind of have something that you're thinking about. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Are, are you able to share what you're thinking or not yet? Well, yeah. So I've had a few business ideas of things that I w- would be interested in starting of like okay. products that maybe I haven't found the perfect one or I would like to do my own. And it's all very, you know, one of them's like loungewear and one of them's like a beauty product. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as soon as you think about doing those ideas, you see a bunch of other people coming out with them and you kind of go, it's that whole imposter syndrome. And my, my co-host and best friend, Tanya always talks about it. And I've always, I listen and I'm like, yeah, I, I think I've had that. And I'm realizing that even, even at the intro of this podcast, I was like, I can't believe you chose me. Like I have this like weird complex. Like, listen, I've got a lot going on. Like I'm yeah. honored that you chose to talk to me, but like owning, like I deserve to be here in a sense of like what I can put out is going to be my own. And like, I don't need to compare it to what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. And it's hard in a market that's so saturated with, you know, people being able to do it through Instagram or TikTok or however it is mm-hmm. and feeling that, insecurity creep in of like, is mine going to be as good? Are people going to like mine or is it, or have they already bought the other ones? And they don't Girl, I'm a consumer. Lounge. I will keep buying loungewear <laughs> every week, if not every other week. So, and that's what you have to remember. Another thing that's freeing me right now. So hopefully this can help you because I know you're just talking to everyone. You're talking to me right now. Um, is I want you to like, literally, if you have not done this, this, this was a huge like exercise for me that freed me up. I hope it frees you up. Like go and find out how much money that industry that you want to go in is making. And then say to yourself, if I just made 1% of that, how successful would I be? You will shit your pants. Well, hopefully you don't, but you'll have plenty of loungewear to change into if you do. But (laughs) But like, that's what you have to realize is that even yeah. like, even if it's just this tiny sliver, you will be successful. And and I think that sometimes we look at like saturated markets and it's kind of like, eh, everything's kind of saturated. And honestly, even if you created something new, it'd be saturated in six months with how fast things move mm-hmm. right now. Um, and it's, it's really about like, if there's one thing that you feel you could improve with loungewear, which I'm sure you could, there's a lot of things that I would change or improve or do my own way. Like you're going to find your people and uh-huh. it's like a constant consumer, right? They're always coming up. We're such consumers. And and I think that's just what we have to remember is look at your own patterns and be like, oh, that's right. Like be try it. Just put out another loungewear that I want, even though it looks exactly like that other one. I'm just going to go get it. Yeah. Now. So yeah, it's going to be great. I think you need to do it. Um, and I, it, you know, the thing is, is that we forget, like it might start with loungewear, but it's going to give you the masterclass in products. And then mm-hmm. other products are going to open up to you and be like, I can see how I could improve these other things. Or maybe you go really like, sorry, I've turned it in. I'm talking to myself, like literally. No, this is right good. Now. I'm telling you, this is what I need. We're <laughs> <laughs> just going to turn this into some to... coaching <laughs> for each like, other. I came on here to get some free coaching. <laughs> it's just therapy right now for each other. Um, literally, you know how, like, I'm sure, you know, on your podcast or when you're talking to friends, you're like, sorry, I just went off there. Cause I'm actually just talking to myself, like exactly what yeah. I need. Yeah. So that that's been really huge, uh, just for like freeing me up because it's so easy. Like I'm telling you, I don't know how many times you've been up at two or 3am right now being like, <clears throat> like, should I do the thing? Or this is scary. And I'm already in it. So like, I already have all these women's money that I'm just like, Oh damn. Like now yeah. I like have yeah. to follow through and make this thing, you know, what it needs to be. So, yeah. um, but it's, it's that transition period of all of these thoughts. So have you started it yet? No, I mean, okay. literally we've started, you know, looking the partner, how to, how to launch it, styling, like kind of picking out, kind of picking out, uh, ones that I like, mm-hmm. but things that would make changes about it. So it's yep. literally very much a thought, but I, even in the thought process, got that feeling of like, Oh no, am I just adding into this this world that's already got so much of this, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think you're right. It's like having, knowing that no matter, even if I came up with something brand new, Mm -hmm. it would also take off for a lot of other people. And, And here's what you have to think of Even if you, so even if we took away like the insecurity of like a saturated market, let me flip it for you. Cause this is, literally what I'm doing right now. Like, okay. So let's say you create something that's totally a white space and it's new and it's so just like 
fresh and nobody else is doing it. Well, now you don't know if it's going to work because why isn't it out there yet? Like, (laughs) holy shit. Like, you know what I mean? That's a scary thing too. So I actually look at in a saturated market. It is proof that your customer is there. So it's truly so powerful because a rising tide, you know, raises all ships and you have to remember that in a market as well. Um, and that's been really powerful too. So I say lounge, wear it up because I want to buy it. Um, it's going to be great. I'm going to share it with everyone. I'm going to love it. It's going to be so cute. That's what I'm sure of. <laughs> I love that. No one's said, like every time I've mentioned that it's so competitive, no one's giving me that perspective. So thank you. That well, like totally just, <laughs> well, good. Cause I'm, it's the only thing I'm clinging onto right now in a market that's like exploding and like, you know, I'm just like, okay, I'll just take 1% of that. That's really great. <laughs> <laughs> A beautiful one percent. Yeah, just 1%. Literally, you'd be, you'd still be like, you'd be doing just fine. Um, yeah. So I want to know who who does Becca need to become in order to be the future you, the one who has this successful line, the one who can hold all of this, like, you know, maybe this self-doubt, the one who like, what are you going to do to support yourself around becoming that version of you in order to carry all the things you're about to carry? Um, it's so interesting. We just had a guest on the podcast and he was like, a he's a real estate guy that's on million dollar listing New York, but we didn't talk so much about that. We talked about future planning and setting goals. And mm. I've never, I've all, I, I think I have some, <laughs> I don't think I know I have some commitment issues. So like the idea of mm. thinking like five to 10 years ahead freaks me out. Yeah. Cause I'm like, well, I can't commit. I cannot commit to an idea that far ahead. I can barely commit to next week. Right. And he made the comment of something that he did was he spent 10 to 20 minutes every single day where he just sat and thought about his future Mm. and what he, he was like, you can do it for in the next few months. You can do it for 10 years out. You can do it in any time span, but think about your future. You're manifesting it right after you think about it, write down the ideas that you thought about the thoughts that you want to put into action. And I thought that was so interesting because I forget about how powerful it is to just put those thoughts down or Mm. put them out there, think them. And, um, I think a lot of mine is kind of, you know, getting past, um, people's opinions of me and their Mm. criticism of me and knowing that no matter the more successful you get, the more critics you're going to have. And I think being able to realize that I live in a world where you can't please everyone Mm -hmm. and kind of getting past that personal part that holds me back from a lot of stuff. Um, I think keeping people around me that are encouraging, Mm. who are knowledgeable, who are willing to help, um, and reach out to people that they know. Um, I think just surrounding yourself with a good community is way more important than anyone talks about Mm because that's your support system. Um, I'm currently in the process of buying a home and it's, (laughs) I think once I get that done, I'll have this like layer of stress that's just sitting on me right now. You (laughs) will. Um, and it's weird because you and I talked before the show, but it's so, I go in this like triangle Mm -hmm. of thoughts where I go, I'm so stressed out. I'm putting an offer on this house. What if they don't accept it? And then I go into, if they don't accept it, then it wasn't meant to be, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, it's not your house. And then I go, I'm so grateful that I'm financially in a place that I'm able to buy a home Mm -hmm. in LA. That's what ends up happening. And then I go back to, I'm so stressed. It's just like, it's like <laughs> tri- triangle yep. thoughts. <laughs> um, so that's like a big accomplishment mm. for me right now to be in that process. Um, and also learning about where to put my money and mm. where to use my money. And I've always thought saving money was the way, but I'm learning from people that use your money to make money. And it's yes. just like, Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just kind of in that process of learning a lot about things that I've always been scared to ask questions about because I Mm. wasn't in a, I didn't learn about it. Um, and so I've always felt intimidated to ask because I didn't want to seem dumb. Mm. Um, and now, uh, in this home buying process, I'm like, I don't care if I sound dumb, make it simple so I can understand because this is a big deal and I need to know what, what I'm doing. Um, so I think being able to ask questions, but Yeah. I just, I also want to feel, I always say 
to my, I have a younger sister who lives with me and I always say like, I'm so grateful for my life and I'm mm. so happy, but I was just as happy when I was working for a chiropractor and living paycheck to paycheck. And I think that happiness and joy comes from people in your life. Mm. And I think it comes from relationships and, um, kind of where your head's at and not so much the success or money that we put so much, um, energy into. Mm. It's great. It's, it makes life fun and easy mm-hmm. when you have a lot of money or success, but it's not what brings ultimate joy. Mm. Amen. I literally like you guys, I'm so uh, like what you said about asking questions that is so crazy freeing and powerful. Um, I think it's one of the biggest like life lessons you could ever leave with somebody is the power of asking questions and and being okay if you look stupid or mm-hmm. I, I did that for so long too. Um, I have a, a really good friend who does a podcast. His name is Rob Murgatroyd and he just like has give, gifted me the biggest gift of my life. And he says, you know, him and his wife started playing this game. It's called stupid idea time. And I've mm-hmm. also turned it into stupid question time. So you know, I didn't know anything about like in, in investing in investors. And now I'm totally in this world. And it's like, I had to literally be okay with being on the phone and being like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Stupid question time. Nothing is off the table. And they're like, no, no. So it just gives me the freedom, you know, uh-huh. and like, stupid idea time. What would it look like if this loungewear was like this? Why is no one doing this? Like so freeing. So I'm so glad you said questions is like one of the biggest things ever, um, in, in life that you can possibly do. Um, okay. What is a question that you wish more people asked you? (laughs) Um, oh my God, that's hard. This is a hard question. Everybody waits a minute. (laughs) Like what's your next question? I know. Tell me after that. (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm pretty simple, you know, I, I like talking about, um, I like talking about confidence Mm -hmm. and I, I was single for a long time and I was very happy single. Mm. And so I've never been able to understand the, um, the loneliness, I guess, uh, attached to being single or like the, what's, I don't know what the, the insecurity about being single Mm -hmm. because to me, it's so, I mean, I'm in a relationship right now and it's great. And there's a lot like, of I miss being moments. single. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I loved being yeah. single. Like I, like when I got into a relationship, I was not even, I was not looking at all for a relationship. Mm. So I, um, I just, always, I like when people ask about, um, like confidence and being confident being single, because Mm -hmm. I think it's such a beautiful time of getting to work on these things that we're talking about, like work Mm -hmm. on yourself and grow a business and start something on your own and travel. And like, obviously not right now, don't travel everywhere. (laughs) But, you know, I think it's just such a beautiful time that people, that people wish away. Mm. And, um, I don't want to take away the beauty of being in a relationship and love, but I'm just saying, I think a lot of people feel society pressures of like, you have to get married by this time. You need to have kids by this time. And it's, that's all it is. It's just, a, it's a made up society pressure. It's, mm. It has nothing to do with you. So I like when people ask me stuff, most, most of the time they just want to know about like my relationship, which I don't talk about. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I can honestly say, I'm not sure I would talk about my relationship just if it was so in the, in the forefront, just while it was in, in those phases, I, I didn't go through that because we, you know, we, my husband and I got together, like, God, we, we had T9 predictive text. There was no a MySpace. Like I was just <laughs> learning how to text. I was like, what did I just send you? I have no idea. Um, it's <laughs> like, that long ago. Um, but that would be something that I'm like, no, it's like a nurture period. I'm not going to like put this out there. I definitely feel like yeah. I'd, I'd probably be that way. Um, but yeah, talking about being, uh, you know, single, what would you say to the woman right now who's kind of just like really yearning to be with someone, but has this time, like this sacred kind of time of being single where you may never be that ever again after this, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the goal, right? Like when you end up getting into a serious relationship and you get married, I don't think anyone's goal is for it to end. So the goal, once you find that person is to not be single again. Um, I would just say, and I guess we're all different and you're like, people's feelings are totally valid in that loneliness or that insecurity. It's, you're not alone in that, but Mm -hmm. 
I think I would just say, use this time to manifest what you want, Mm. figure out what you're looking for. You can date, you can easily date and very quickly figure out what you like and what you don't like Mm. in someone. Um, and get like, have investments, get your life together, like try and like save up, buy a home, start a business, find your passions, like, like indulge in your friendships, put Mm. all that energy that you would put into relationship into the friendships that you care about. Because that those are the ones who are going to be there. If that relationship that you get into doesn't work out, Mm -hmm. those are the, those, that's what you want to put. That's what you want to build. So, um, yeah, I would just say, feel the feeling, like, don't just push it to the side, acknowledge it, but also know that there's so much outside of being in a, in a, really a romantic relationship. Is that, isn't that funny? It's when you're not focusing on it. That's when it comes to, cause you're just like yeah. so busy learning to be the best version of you that yeah. you you become like a freaking magnet. And then you're like, okay, what yeah. is happening right now? <laughs> I was going to say, what's more, what's more attractive than someone who's not searching for something, mm. you know, someone who's just almost like unaware of when you're just confident in doing what you're doing and you're independent enough to be that way people are attracted to that. Mm, I think that's when it happens. Amen. That is so true. (laughs) Um, describe yourself in three words if you can. Um, I would say I'm loyal, compassionate, and generous. Mm, So awesome. Um, what is missing for you right now? Like anything in, you know what, let me ask a different question because I want to know this. What do you feel like is missing a missing piece in your mindset in order to do that big thing that you want to do? Like, what do you need to work on right now? Um, letting go of other people's expectations. Mm-hmm. Is it certain people's I, or everyone's or just kind of everyone? Yeah. But I don't even, I think a lot of it is like made up in my head of what mm-hmm. people think, you yeah. know, like what I think people expect of me might not even be like if I, maybe I, I'm putting it on them and they have no idea they've done it. But, um, yeah, I think it's like society pressure. It's, Mm. you feel like you're supposed to be doing something. And I read somewhere that, um, other people's expectations are not your responsibility. Mm. And I was like, so good. Oh, they're not, (laughs) I mean, I'm not supposed to fulfill everyone's (laughs) wishes and needs for for me, but that would be so freeing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) what would happen if what happens if you do this thing and it totally fails? What's, what's after that? How do you, what do you say to yourself? So let's say you do the thing, you do the lounge Mm -hmm. where it Mm -hmm. totally sucks. It fails like Mm -hmm. 10 people like it. Um, you have 10 sales and they're all from your friends. Um, (laughs) nobody really knows because nobody knows the back end. You know what I mean? Like what happens after that? What do you do? What do you tell yourself? What's next? Um, I would say I tried something I really wanted to do and I move on. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will say I'm once I have tried something and it either didn't fulfill me passionately or it didn't succeed in, in the way of like making money and being profitable. Mm-hmm. I'm able to say I tried it. It was something I've been wanting to do. I did it and it didn't work out how I anticipated, but now I can move on from that on mm-hmm. to the next thing. And learn from, because there's probably a reason why it didn't do well, right? There's mm-hmm. probably something I can track and say, oh, I, um, I didn't handle this the right way. Or maybe if I did this again, I would do it this way. Mm. And st- moving forward, I know from that experience what to fix. It'll probably happen multiple times where there's things I need to fix. But mm-hmm. um, I always felt like doing something and failing was the worst thing that could happen. But I think I think not doing something because you're scared of it failing is way worse because I, it lingers with me. I don't know mm. if other people do that, but oh, like, God. I'd rather yes. sleep at night knowing I tried than mm-hmm. not sleep at night knowing I didn't try. Oh girl, it's going to be so successful. Whether it's this or this is like the, the breadcrumb to the next thing. I'm like so excited for you. What do you want to speak into life right now? Like, what do you want to see happen in your life? What thing do you want to come true? Um, I want to find my dream home. Hmm. And the thing with the dream home is that I have had these thoughts of like, am I supposed to be in LA? So Mm -hmm. there's this whole thing of, you know, 
considering where am I supposed to be? So uh, clarity on that. Mm. Um, even though I do feel like I'm supposed to be in LA right now, there's this, and maybe it's because I look at real estate in other <laughs> cities and I'm like, am I supposed to be here? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we did. I was like, mm, questionable. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would like to, um, launch a successful business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to, you know, have expand the community that I have on social media, mm-hmm. whether it's expanding into other platforms or growing my following on Instagram or, you know, where I'm active. And, um, yeah, those are the things that I really am putting my, you know, my 10 minute or 10 to 15 minute future mm-hmm. planning that I'm going to start mm-hmm. doing. Those are the things. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. That's going to happen so much faster than you think. I can literally like just feel it. It's all going to be amazing. Um, and you have the mindset you got, you guys, that's the mindset that I just want you to pick up from her. Like it's the thing that you are being called to do is there because it's either going to be the thing that you learn from, or it's going to be the carrot to the next thing, right? It's like a stepping stone. So, um, so grateful to talk to you today. I love, love, love how your brain works. Um, and I just like, I know that all of those things are going to be amazing for you. So where can we like find you, follow you? What are all the things if we want to follow along and buy your loungewear? Well, my Instagram is Becca Tilly. Um, I, our podcast is scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. You can listen wherever you can listen to podcasts. Um, my loungewear doesn't have an Instagram yet, but (laughs) it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. coming. Um, and that's really, if you want to be a part of our Facebook group, which is awesome, it's uh, scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. Very cool. Okay, you guys, one of the biggest things that we can do for our guests is to tag them on Instagram and let her know what your biggest takeaway was from this podcast. So I always think it's like one of the coolest things for people to be able to actually see what value that Becca has added to your life. So make sure you tag her, tag myself and let her know what your biggest takeaway was or just maybe a moment that you just totally resonated with her. You guys, I'm so grateful for you. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Hey, all I'm so excited to share with you. Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. 
then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool.